It's what a time to be dead. The only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, what a time to be dead. And now, Patsick Monahan, Kill Bubadoro, and Screamly Boudin. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down on things each week to make you say the thing that's the title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kill Bubadoro. <laughs> I'm I don't remember I'm Eli Uden. And You have uh, my favorite one. Yours screamly Boudin. Screamly Boudin. Yeah. No and, way to reverse engineer that into an actual name. It's inscrutable. Yeah. And we have we have a special guest this week. I think one of the only guests for this podcast that uh, when they're on, it feels a bit like we're guesting on their podcast, just <laughs> based on pure charisma and power. Uh, <laughs> this is also, so, someone told us it's roughly three years since we started this, but I, I'm loving because I'm going to do the Halloween version with the, the jock jams. Ladies and gentlemen, Spook Bones, <laughs> a.k.a. Luke Monez. <laughs> What do you think? How are you? I'm doing good. Good to be back. I... <laughs> That's a good... I was thinking um, Luke Monister Mash. Oh, okay. Ah. Monist... What's that? Mon- Monster Mash. Like oh, Monster Mash. Monster Mash. Monster Mash is actually a bit better. Shelby's <laughs> Bonez is good. It's just I kind of got uh, even outside of Halloween. I got I got bones and bonez bonez so much. Like growing up, I've sort of I've grown tired of it. But I in the Halloween theme, monus monster matches. Um, well, it's a good time. <laughs> Are you trying to give yourself your own Halloween nickname? You know that's I wasn't aware I could, I wasn't aware I wasn't allowed to customize my own yeah. scream 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 lie. What's it? What is it? Scre- screamly. It's, Extremely. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, they're taking some liberties with the vowels and syllables, but I, it's Halloween, so, you know. Yeah, yeah. All of ours were, were chosen for us. They were preordained. Mm-hmm. I see. Uh, probably by Shelby, but I'm going to act like it was just fate. It was just the, the yeah. Halloween gods, which yeah. I guess would it be was the tea devil. leaves. Right. Halloween gods, aka Satan himself decided it. The devil. <laughs> yeah, it's like how it's like how some wedding bands will agree to learn like three songs. Uh, this voiceover guy is like, I will give three uh, uh, crypt keeper style uh, pun names. <laughs> who, who is the guy who did it? Who's who's doing the? I mean, that was really. I mean, that was I, that guy sounded very professional. This is Shelby keeps it close to the vest. You know, this is <laughs> these are trade secrets. Yeah, he doesn't I mean, want to give up the connect. It's like uh, it's like in blow. He doesn't want to give up Derek for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then we could cut out the middleman and get our, our sound. I don't know. I feel like it's got to be like a fiver thing or something. Oh, fiver. Yeah. I'd like know. to just give that guy a call. I'd like to just spend the afternoon on the Hello. phone with him. <laughs> yeah. What I want to see is the list of spooky words Shelby made him read. Yeah. Because there's yeah. also a bunch of stuff on the soundboard of of spooky stuff. Hopefully, Shelby can find a good Mummies! <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, yeah, does that guy's talent, can he just turn anything into Halloween? Like, do you have to give him written prompts, or does he, like, 
look at household objects and make them scary. scary actually, it's like book. a curse. He, he doesn't. He doesn't actually have to think of it. It comes out that way. It's like, uh, <laughs> right. yeah. He's, there's something wrong with the, the way he processes the information and then turns it into language. <laughs> he yeah, has so a almost, very yeah. specific traumatic brain injury <laughs> that just <laughs> makes him very spooky. It's, so actually, it's Halloween. Like, um, fa- he found Halloween almost. It's uh, his saving grace. Yeah, yeah. saved yeah, his I mean, life. He's, he's in the. He's like. He's like the mall Santa of Halloween. He has to make all of his money in a very short amount of time. Um, yeah, he has to get get the dollars in. He you has, guys got him started early. I mean, what is? I guess it's close to and Halloween's next week. So you know, is, we, we're on a release schedule. It's very uh, complicated and uh, difficult to do math wise. So who, who knows when Halloween is? Um, also, it doesn't exist this year. But I don't know. Uh, this year's scary enough, right, folks? Yeah, we don't need any more ghosts and goblins. Whoa. <laughs> Goose being Pretty a combination spooky. of ghoul and ghost. Ghosts! <laughs> how is, how oh, did you Jesus. have that ready? <laughs> You're like, I bet Eli's going to pronounce ghosts wrong. Let's get that in the tank. Get one in the chamber. Get his ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shelby did just send his like his directions to this person. Oh, really? In, in the text, yeah. Oh, in text. I have my also, phone on Do Not Disturb so that I'm not disturbed during a recording. I Look, it's on silent. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing is the direction, quote, also just say some basic Halloween words in the same spooky voice. <laughs> <laughs> the, my favorite one is um, just the phrase, creaky door. Yeah, that's it's really good. good. <laughs> creaky door. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. This Very guy, seasonal. yeah, getting me in the Bat mood. Bat noises, <laughs> pumpkins, <laughs> chains. This guy, uh, there's also like it feels like there's a Ron Burgundy level thing going on where he's just reading sound effects sometimes. Yeah, um, yeah, he has the thing where like you know like me or like Patty, we've talked about that you have this sometimes too, where people just think you're being sarcastic when you're not. That's mm. him, but it's it's just always spooky. You know, mm. if he's at a wedding, he's like, he's like, I hope it goes very well. Congratulations <laughs> to the bride and haunted groom. It's like it's not bride haunted. and doom. <laughs> doom yeah. yeah, I was gonna say bride and gloom, but I think we also yeah. good. Yeah, that's a lighter version, depending on how 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 bad the portents are for the for the the groom's yeah. future. The groom doesn't become the gloom until uh, I don't know about five years in. Let's say right, folks. Hey now. The, the groom evolves. And into welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. He evolves into ready, gloom. Ready to start recording? Wait, are we, are we good? Is that a good one? Yeah. Well, it evolves in. It's a groom evolves into gloom, and then evolves into vile groom, which is the third evolution. Ah, uh, yes, that's that yes. one gains the uh, various plant abilities in addition mm-hmm. to uh, right. Is that yeah? Yes, yes, yes. The big big flower. I'd like to give a good big shout out to whoever invented the Instagram filters of dancing Pokemon because that's all I, I think, did for. I think one thing yesterday. is. One thing that's interesting is the bride of Frankenstein, speaking of Halloween and brides, she's <laughs> dressed in the, she's, have you ever thought of, she's in the wedding dress, yet he's changed out of his tuxedo, <laughs> and he's, he's, he gets to be in his sort of uh, raggedy Frankenstein outfit, and she's sort of doomed for the entirety of her, her existence to be in this very yeah. constricting wedding dress yeah. and that kind of shock of hair and he's yeah. kind of just wearing whatever he's wearing that day I, I always found that strange it's like well I don't I haven't seen Brian Frankenstein whatever the film is maybe is the is there a wedding in the film but 
Uh, anyways, that's always just really uh, it's kind of <laughs> it's stuck in my teeth. Yeah, well, it's also you've yeah. also given me a really good idea for a Halloween Twitter post where I just complain. That the Bride of Frankenstein has a name. Say her name. <laughs> Stop defining her in relation to her husband. It's incredibly disrespectful. It is disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, his name f- isn't even Frankenstein. His name right. is Adam, isn't it? Isn't that? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. I don't. The, well, the, the other thing Maybe. is like a wedding dress. Um, like from what I know of wedding dresses, wedding dresses like people like diet for like three months to fit into a wedding dress. So now the Bride of Frankenstein right. is just trapped at this goal weight forever. Mm. Well, do they right. eat? Do they I believe he... Doesn't he eat think, other dead people? I think I Frankenstein think, I think has to right. eat. Maybe not. He has to, because his... I mean... Or they, live they, people, I mean. They reanimated a, all of his organs, but they have to, like... Does Frankenstein burn calories? I think so. Does he have a functioning bowel system? Like, yeah, what's his metabolism like? I mean, Must be nice. Be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear it. I just watched um, what we do in the shadows, the movie again. I hadn't seen it in a long mm. time, and uh, yeah, I'm just remembering the guy eating the eating the chip and then uh, vomiting blood projectile oh, yeah. style for like <laughs> five minutes. Throw it, yeah. And uh, I mean, it must be nice, but that guy's very bummed that he can't eat chips. He's like, it's my favorite food. I just mm-hmm. have to eat yeah. my friend's stew now. This sucks. <laughs> just blood, yes. Maybe she I likes like, to be dressed up, you know? I don't know. I mean, wedding dress is probably a little extreme, um, you know. But look, most people, it's like you pay all that money for the dress. You only wear it once. Like, at least she's getting her money's worth, you know? Right. True. There yeah. is that semantic problem, though, right? Where it's like Frankenstein's monster and Bride of Frankenstein is this reanimated woman technically married to Dr. Frankenstein. Right. That's a good right. point. It's, it's, it's sort and of... is this a problematic... Uh, power dynamic between a reanimated corpse and a doctor maybe. seems kind of predatory to me maybe we should argue about it on the internet for a week maybe they're just <laughs> poly maybe they're all in it together mm. the doctor the monster the bride the holy trinity igor, get igor in there <laughs> igor uh, yeah igor igor just watches that or they have <laughs> igor do everything and they watch and they're like yes igor faster <laughs> they all watch Igor. By- a reverse <laughs> poly situation where they all watch Igor. Yeah, watch Igor go up. Worst go at of it. all possible worlds. Just the worst configuration <laughs> of all of those things. Yeah. You know, I don't. I really am. I'm really deep now thinking. About, I think Frankenstein would have to eat. I mean, I know there's no real rules. I mean, even he's, zombies he's, gotta eat. Yeah, but Frankenstein's like zapped that's electricity, so like it, it could right. be yeah. like that he that's zapped. A jump and start. That's it. Yeah, but you jumpstart like, a car, you still have to put gas in it. How about that? Do, but here's the question: Do zombies have to eat, or do zombies just crave oh, human brains? Yeah. Like, I will a zombie die eat. if they don't eat? Because I if feel like eat, zombies are full time chasing people and like you can't get hungry you're not hungry all the time you know my, my understanding is that i believe <laughs> the, from what i've read in like world war z and stuff which is real obviously uh, right. th- uh they don't like they eat because it's like a compulsion but it's not like they need nutrients like it just right. like slide it just like sits in their guts and then they and, and if they don't eat they i guess they eventually they kind of waste away either way right um 
but I don't believe that they eat like because they're hungry and need to keep going. They just kind of right. eat because they eat. It's I think there are some work. movies where they do starve. I think I, I I can remember there being some zombie movies where people you, you look out and you go, oh my god, they're they they haven't had anything to eat and all this. Like I think yeah, maybe twenty aggressive. days later is like that. They get like really aggressive just, when they haven't yeah. eaten. Twenty eight days later, I think they have to eat. Yeah. From, from a biological standpoint of the, as we said, this very real phenomenon, um, it feels like there would be a drive to eat. There would be a reason, like to eat. Maybe, maybe not brains. I bet zombies right. could probably eat like. Also, tw- tw- twenty-eight days later falls into that classic distinction of zombie movie where they just are sick. They're not. Right. They're not. They're not dead. Yeah. They're not Same dead. with uh, so it's a I different. Am Legend. Yeah. Yeah, they, you gotta you gotta call it out because it's like it's really a lose lose situation whenever you, it's like a zombie movie like that because it's like if you're trying to have this be in any sort of reasonable modern world, right. people have to immediately be like, there it's zombies. But like then sometimes movies like don't want to do that I guess because it feels cheap. But it's like it feels even stupider when they're like, right, the some kind of Walking Dead. It's like, right. dude, a world come where on. the trope of zombies just yeah. does not exist. Yeah, they call right. them walkers. That's what we all call them now. We don't call <laughs> yeah. them the thing that everyone's heard of. Um, I mean, uh, I could see if that happens. Like maybe there would be some some hesitance to call them zombies because it's like, look, I don't want to be alarmist. They're just walkers. It's right. not that bad. Look for the silver lining. You know. Yeah, but you have to get on the checklist and all the boxes go, you know? You got, yeah, you got to acknowledge what you're facing here. And it's, yeah, I, it's, one, a, it's a straight up society, zombie. society collapses, I don't think we have to really worry about it. It's like, okay, let's let's hold off here. Let's not, you know, it's like. It's, <laughs> well, that yeah. seems like what happens in The Walking Dead where it's like, it should be called the zombie, the zombies walking around or whatever. But they're like, no, let's, <laughs> in order to fit the distinction of walkers you know let's keep the brand well, front you know kind of just keep the brand why did, first well, why didn't is... they call it the zombies walking around <laughs> yeah. the zombies the over, it's called the zombies over there the spinoff is fear the yeah. zombies walking around very catchy yeah. uh, i just want to say I, I looked up uh according to the mary shelley wiki yeah um uh, uh the creature uh so Fra- what we're calling frankenstein uh, eats berries and drinks water from a stream so but He's healthy, but that's only He's like co- a vegan influencer. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. in the context of like <laughs> it's beginning to like when it's like first like what comes to and like is distinguishing different sensations. Right. It like knows mm. that it's eating mm. berries and knows. So like I don't know that that's really like yeah. Let me get a thing of mutton and some meat or you know what I mean. Mm. It's not like that kind sure. of situation. So I, I don't well, know. This um, the speculation begs the further question: Can Frankenstein's monster get diarrhea? Is possible. Hmm. You know? If you only eat berries and water, I feel like even a reanimated corpse would get diarrhea. I mean, his gut biome has got to be a fucking yeah. mess, right? That's I like mean, if you only on. ate smoothies, you'd be blasting it. <laughs> Show me! Is that Jesus. a Halloween fart, or is that a normal? <laughs> it's a ghost. Yeah. I was going to say about the zombies thing, I feel like that would be... You know how, like, when, when Yokova was first starting, that was the comparison everyone would make about the, like, crazy anti-maskers? They're like, these are the people in the zombie movie that would, you know, get infected and then play it off like it's no big deal. Yeah. That would be the opposite of the, like, like, like hardcore Twitter, like, like, politics people would be like... They would be arguing about whether all the checklists for us to call them zombies had been completed. Be like, yeah, well, they're yeah, not. Yeah. A zombie does have to meet these criteria. We can't really call them that. And then we'd all die. And then everyone would die, and the world would be silent again. Finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> finally, there would be no more tweets. <laughs> Paradise. 
a calm silence free yeah do you ever get called Frankenstein? Or t- I ask because I've been called Frankenstein. It's such a go-to for tall, tall men. I think. Oh, that's because, you, that's yeah. because you wear torn blue pants. So far. that's also part of it. Because <laughs> you got or, those bolts in your neck, man. Those, those, bolts those are neck. cool. I'm gonna get a bolt piercing. That'd Step be. one: remove the bolts. But um, could, yeah, all the time. I feel like all getting the time. people are so mean. Wow. I mean, like, I mean, not every day, but it's certainly you know, it's a, it's certainly a Halloween nickname. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> certainly around this time of year. That's not really getting. <laughs> Like it's a slam, but it's like, yeah, it really sucks being very tall. The thing that right. everyone wants to be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, well that's, you know. that's what I mean yeah. is like, I feel like people feel very free to like call a tall guy Frankenstein because it's like good to be tall. But it's like, it's still not nice to be called Frankenstein. Yeah. The big man. Yeah, the big he's man made of dead people. I, uh, <laughs> I did a, I did a, um, like a Twitch show last night and Julian McCullough was on it. A uh, very good comic, very funny, and he did like the kindest slam I've ever received. Where I logged into Zoom and he was like, "Hey, did IKEA say it was okay for you to film there?" And I was like, "That's nice. You're saying that my apartment looks like a showroom. That's very kind of you. Thank you." Oh wow, <laughs> feel good. Yeah, that's not not bad, not bad. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. Your apartment does look kind of like a well. Yeah, you have some really <laughs> symmetrical furniture. Yeah, it's I I happen to film from the geometric center of my apartment like i'm not even really kidding so it's just perfect yeah, you can spaced. see the wall divider but like from where you're sitting it doesn't really look like a wall divider yeah it just looks know? like decor do you have a yeah. studio yes wow it's nice thanks uh you can't come over no one can <laughs> not allowed <laughs> you're hermetically sealed yeah well it's kind of sucks because i'm like cool apartment uh, nobody's allowed to see it just me just living in my little egg my own little pokeball so yeah shall we do numbers yeah let's let's jump ahead let's do it number five <laughs> wow i mean is that is this a he he did everything huh yeah he did part of the instructions i mean that's Sorry, incredible Dan. Dan Chamberlain out of a job. It's over for him. He's like, I can do Halloween voice too. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, absolutely can. I like. Also, Dan. it's funny to say he's out of a job when we paid him one time three years ago yeah. to do all of that. Yeah. Uh, so number five, uh, the story I'm reading. This is this has been covered in a couple, but this one I'm reading is Thrillist. Uh, and uh, this is about a theme park in Japan, which you guys may remember we covered briefly because they had been different theme parks in Japan had been asking customers to not scream on roller coasters so that they wouldn't spray particles everywhere. Mm. Um, well, they're back, and that didn't work, I guess, to get a lot of visitors <laughs> to be like, "Hey, you can ride the roller coasters; you just have to be silent, bone silent, the entire time." <laughs> um, I've so been watching place- Japanese wrestling, and they have the same rule like you're not allowed to cheer at the wrestling and it makes it very spooky just don't have people then i think at that point I feel like- they can clap and they started a thing where it's like it's actually kind of ghostly and creepy they started a thing where you can like press a button on your phone and it like amplifies the like piped in fake scream cheer noises oh that's so cool. it's like it's it's like an interesting thing and it does kind of work but it's also very spooky yeah, yeah. there's some really weird piped in uh in the nfl like there was one stadium where there were no fans so they're piping in sound and someone got hurt and they piped in like people going like oh it's like that was so weird it's like so strange well i found that really interesting in the nba bubble that they you know in order to 
I guess, sort of normalize the experience for the players, they put crowd noise in. And it like, it's just, I I don't know, watching it even, you're kind of like, I know that there's like 14 people around the court. And the fact that they're like pretending there's 20,000, it's just like, I'm assuming that everybody can play normally, not hearing like the... Yeah, yeah you guys have you guys have a no, does that, do we have a haunted uh, crowd noise? Haunted Ooh. crowd. Noise. Yeah. Just a bunch of people doing that. Uh, yeah, zombies. Yeah. I don't know I, why people would yell zombies. That was like <laughs> some of the NFL people too are like they were like you need to pipe in sound because otherwise the other team is going to know every play we call. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. Kind of kind of the guys like you know I mean it's all they what? use their cadences and different codes but. <laughs> And we have constant crowd noise. Yeah. With with wrestling, they said that like with wrestling with no crowd like hurts way more because you don't have like the the adrenaline of like oh, yeah. people cheering for you. So it's just like oh, extremely yeah. painful. <laughs> not not as fun. This just oh, in yeah, all wrestlers quit wrestling after realizing it hurts. It, <laughs> it looks this it sucks. looks like it hurts. I mean, it, it really, really hurts. looks painful. Yeah, it is. They're all well, completely fucked up. Anyway, what's going on in this Ferris wheel? <laughs> yeah, uh, and so, well, you just blew it. Oh, you blew fuck, the story. God sorry. damn it. Oh, is it actually a Ferris wheel? It's about yeah. a Ferris wheel. Yeah, I'm sorry. A Scarus wheel. <laughs> ah. Get him the hell out of here. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so their, their, their original plans didn't work. So they're this place, Yomuri Land in Japan, which, to be fair, from this picture, does look pretty fun when there's not a pandemic. Um they're trying to pivot, and their latest pivot is that you can... They have turned their Ferris wheel into a co-working space. No so way. If you'd like to, you could... Wow. Uh, you could jump in a Ferris wheel. I don't know, like... It's so... Like, because you have to ask... So it's like, yeah, they have a Ferris wheel. It has Wi-Fi, I guess. Which, you gotta yeah. think the Wi-Fi is worse at the top. <laughs> you gotta, like... Mm, you're like, oh, shit. Every right, ten minutes, on. you get bumped off your Zoom call when you get to the <laughs> yeah. top of the Ferris wheel. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it's it's also... It's cheap enough that if I lived there, near there, I would absolutely do this for a day. So you know what? Maybe good idea. It's like $18 for one person and 34 for two people. Here's my um, question, though. Can you... How long can you stay in it? I I feel like it's a a day thing, like a day rate, but I, it's not telling me specifically. But I do feel like it might be like a. It's either got to be either by the hour or by the day. I don't think they're yeah. going to kick you out because they're not kicking out any paying customers at this point. Um, That's a thing. Like, yeah, if if there's not suitable demand, it seems like you could stay there all day. I feel like if it's only yeah. for one ride, then like total ripoff. But well, I mean, yeah, do they have outlets on the on the? On the lift, they can't, right? I guess they so. must not. Well, they could they could rig it because there's like lights yeah. on the Ferris wheel. Maybe they put them in when they turned it into a WeWork or whatever. <laughs> is there co- is there complimentary coffee somewhere on the Ferris wheel? Oh yeah, you just pass by it at the bottom. Yeah, uh, you can get a fill up. You hold your mug out the window, and then they like they they pour it in. Um, it does include like like I think you have to pay a little extra, but it's they're like if you pay for the work day in the Ferris wheel. You can stay in the park when you're at 5 p.m. or whatever and ride some mm. stuff. Though it's Japan, so I feel like the work day is like, don't they work crazy, crazy hours sometimes? I they don't know. do. I yeah. believe they do. Does It'd be fun if at the at a certain hour it just turned into like an izakaya and you could just reach your thing yeah. out and get beer, you know? I re- you reach, they have a fucking... Um, like a, a flame and you stick like a teriyaki skewer out and just like cook your... Yeah. Cook your meat and get your beer. 
there's and just party different on the Ferris wheel. Yeah, there's just different stations all along the Ferris wheel. There's a little you could roast, you can get some coffee, do some grilling. There's a cool thing about a lot of the um, those bars in Japan that you can bring your own liquor and leave it there. And so when you when you show up, they they uh, pour like your bottle of, of sake or oh, really? a whiskey so that you can just have it at the bar the you know just for the izakayas yeah i think i've just developed a new bucket list uh thing which is to get drunk with japanese salarymen with luke we would be treated oh. as gods we would be worshipped you know I, I i well yeah i mean i speak a little japanese do you really yeah what Look at this. watching all that anime <laughs> I took it. I I took Japanese in college. Oh really? Yeah. Give us a taste. And you've been there, right? Yeah. So, Namaiwa uh, Luke uh, Mones is my name. Is Luke Mones? Mm-hmm. I'm a little rusty, but that is <laughs> that is that is how you say my name is Luke Mones. Yeah. How do you, you, you say? Don't... Will you pour me a cup from my liquor bottle? That's a really uh, yeah, complicated I, sentence. I, I, so it's I don't like, know if I could. <laughs> okay, it's, it seemed transactional, so I was like, maybe. No, 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 yeah. If you, <laughs> Let's go with, like, where's me, the bathroom or something. If you, uh, oh, the bathroom would be, toide uh, wa doko desu ka, which is where's the toilet. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And they'd be like, we don't have one big enough for you. <laughs> like, yeah, it would be like Bill Tom yeah. Selleck movie, Mr. Baseball. <laughs> yeah. um, Alex Patak has a very funny joke about how he, he went there for his honeymoon and like he oh. and his wife don't speak Japanese, so they hired a, a guide. And then they mm-hmm. were like, wait a minute, we're on our honeymoon with a third person. This is weird. <laughs> 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 and like, if you're going to, like, to Japan on your honeymoon, you're not... You're not fucking anyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he's, you know, yeah. uh, balling out super. He's a big anime nerd. But, like, yeah, he was just, like, they didn't realize until a couple days in, like, oh, yeah, this was a extremely silly logistical mistake to just have a third wheel on our honeymoon yeah. the whole time. I was but- sleeping in between us in the bed, too. That was <laughs> It's It's also, fu- like, I mean, I could see Alex Patak having a lot of, uh, difficulty with any language that depends on voice modulation. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Alex Patak can never learn Mandarin because it's just like no control over like like tone and volume. Yep. Um, hope hope this language makes sense in an extremely loud monotone for <laughs> all words. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I've never been to Japan, but I, I do want to go. I don't know. If I really want to be allowed. But yeah. No, that's like that's the next trip I want to take. Eli, if you want to go together, uh, we you can go do your I, anime bullshit. I'll go do my wrestling bullshit, and then we'll get drunk at night. Yeah, yeah, we'll go. I can be your, we'll I can be your translator. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're doing can translate it. like three phrases. <laughs> you know, if I, honestly, I think if I if you gave me a week, I could be like fully. I could be I could fluent be in Japanese. Be back in it. Not fluent, but I could be really comfortable if you gave me like a week or two of studying. I think because mm. it's I just one of these things where it's like. I can read it, yeah. But a foreign language, like, if you don't practice it for, I don't know, what's, what's it been for me? A, 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 not a decade, but a while. I mean, yeah. I haven't really spoken it regularly how, since how I was, many, like, 22. How many levels of it did you do in college? Like, how many? How, I what, did it what? for three years in oh, college. Okay. So I didn't do it my senior year. So 21 was, is when I stopped. It was a dedicated language you were learning in college. It wasn't like, oh, I took, you know, Japanese 1, 101. No, I took it, I took it really seriously, and the, and the, and the program was was 
was pretty serious. And there were definitely people who were in my class who were planning on using it professionally. So there was like a, you know, it seemed like there were people who like, you know, who, who were taking it with that level of, of yeah. seriousness. Getting into like localization or something. A hundred percent. And like, kind of like there's, you know, in a intensive language class, like any intensive language class, yeah. there's like parts of it that are getting into, culture and sort of like what you were talking about in terms of um when to be formal and when not to be formal and things like that so it's uh it it, it got pretty specific and you know you would have to i i don't know if i could read a newspaper but i could probably watch the news and tell you what was happening i don't know if he's to me like the just the the stressful part of it to me seems like like you know i don't really speak I, t- I took a few like like I've taken I took Latin in high school and I took oh, German cool. in college and like I I I know a little bit but like I I know enough I think because of taking Latin I like I can recognize like root words so it's like well I don't know Spanish but I know enough to know like this probably means this and this probably means this and not having a language written in a completely different script seems like it would be so disorienting because you can't even do that like going to Europe or whatever where you don't speak the language it's like even if there's not English translation you can kind of guess and you'll be right most of the time but like I'm not so true matching like what to my brain is a graphic and not a letter or a word seems so hard and on top of that japanese has three alphabets there's hiragana which is the uh like original japanese words and then katakana which is phonetic japanese words like makudonaldo which is mcdonald's is written in katakana right and then there's kanji which is derived from chinese which is like really old or traditional uh, japanese words right I was going to have yeah. you read my shirt because it has Japanese on it, but it's backwards. So you probably I can. Can't. I can read it, actually. <laughs> okay, what's it It's say? the right way on the, on my screen. Um, I, well, here, stand up a little bit. Well, I feel like this is the translation, I think. Uh, <laughs> there's, some, there's, some, there's some kanji that I can't read, but the uh, it says made, and then the kanji I can't read, and then ides, which is like the uh, uh, something. So I'm, I'm guessing it means, it says dirty below, so I'm guessing it could be dirty the 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 adjective for dirty but i don't think it would say die because die is one of the few oh, words die, i do dirty. know it's it's one of the few words i do know from anime <laughs> like say, i know from anime what it means dirty. to say die which is like shine or something now, i think it i think it uh i think it might say i think it might say die dirty it probably does because that's what's written under it in English in, mm. in big letters. We should yeah, probably that's, move that's on. So we've been talking it. about <laughs> we haven't discussed the Ferris wheel at all. Yes, yes. we have. Okay. I feel like we have. I am into that have Ferris wheel. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, uh, let's, let's jump along. No, <laughs> by all means. Do you have more to say about the Ferris wheel, please? No, I just was making an offhanded remark, and then I feel like it was. Uh, it's a an very, thing. very satisfying ten minutes or so. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they do call it an amusement Number location. <laughs> Fair enough. That's what a producer producing sounds like, ladies Yeesh. and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, really wish it was someone else's uh, to follow that up. Um, number four comes to us from uh, uh, Boo C. Like a uh, scary, like a ghost would say, Boo C. Um, and uh, in uh, Redwood City, California. 
some raccoons broke into a bank. That's 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 the gist here. Um, and they got in there. It's a uh, let's see. I'm trying to figure out which kind of which bank it was. Um, the raccoon bank. All it says is all it says is Redwood City Bank. I don't know like, what. It's what. the bank where they uh, store all the trash. Everyone had a bunch of trash in their accounts. The trash bank. Yeah. The, the the landfill, aka trash bank, underground trash bank. It's, it's not. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. That's how they 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 went to a landfill. They're like, we went. We're sorry. We stole from the bank. <laughs> yeah, they think it's a bank. Like, yeah. Oh, God. I had wow. To, it's West humans Virginia. bury all their valuables under <laughs> yeah. underground. I, I think it's I think it's a chase just based on and this is based on there's a blue light visible in the background and a blue pen on a mouse pad. So I'm getting I'm, I'm just going by branding related because it looks like they like Monahan. it looks like they somehow didn't like like they squashed it. They didn't want word to get out. There were raccoons running around in their bank or something. I don't know. Very weird. Um, <laughs> anyway, they get in there. Um, People spotted them from outside the bank, and it was like, "Hey, there's raccoons in there." So there's there's pictures of them like on the on the desk. I'm putting some links in the chat here. Um, the pictures walk, are very good. Walking around the office, there's one where like he's like looking out at people while laying on a mouse pad. Um, <laughs> that would be no Oh my god! <laughs> They're it's all like over. A- it's like a cartoon. It's like they were like, "Look, we have these little bank robber masks on. We gotta make this this analogy literal and get into this bank." Yeah, it is definitely a chase. I can see a reflection. It's mystery solved. I like it with one on the mouse pad because he's even got his hand sort of the way yeah, that you use a mouse. Right, he's like kind of at work. Uh huh. It's got I, one of those like ergonomic little wrist rests on it. He's, he's kind denying of a loan application. That's he's he's pretending to deny a loan application. <laughs> yeah, um, it would, it I would really. Be fun. Yeah, go ahead. I I just like I was just scrolling through this story and um, something really jumped out at me. Um, the animal control person, like who, the spokesperson, her name is Buffy Martin Tarbox, which is like one of the best names I've ever heard. <laughs> That's so that's, good. That's too crazy. I feel like Buffy that's Martin be, Tarbox. One of those three is is fake. One of those three <laughs> portions of her name is is invented. This Two one picture looks real. like a one is a lie. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a password that would like open an old an old uh, vault. Yeah. It sounds like it sounds like one of Patty's random password generator passwords. Buffy <laughs> Martin <on>. Tarbox. <laughs> Sorry for keeping us secure. Yeah. It's called OPSEC. <laughs> Uh, one of these pictures is kind of spooky because it looks like a two-headed raccoon a little bit. Also, there's a guy that is keeps distracting me because he just happens to be in the reflection of one of these photos and is in just a just a terrible outfit. He just looks <laughs> awful. Looks like trash. He's got like these like. Oh, I see him. I see yeah, him. Yeah, it's the shoe. He's doing the he's doing the like like jeans with like brown dress shoes. Shiny re- shoes. Does he have the really shiny shine. shoes? He not the Rudy Giuliani yes, shoes are unbelievable. Like 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 the yeah. stitched up dinner roll shoes that he has. <laughs> dude, like, they do. Dude. They look like dinner rolls. He's he's wearing like seven E, like the widest possible yes. fucking. Like what do you have flippers? What? Amazing they proportions. Look, they on look that, man. like he could stand on water and he would float because yeah. there's so much surface area on the shoe. Yeah. My it man says, is just like, let me get four, let me get two pairs of rock ports and then sew them together. Just make the wall, <laughs> right? turn the four into two shoes. 
They're crazy looking. Insane. It says Insane. on the tweet that he that the raccoons didn't take any money, and all I can think is that the raccoons are replaying out the plot of Inside Man. There's one raccoon that's in the utility in, behind the copy machine. Exactly. Yeah. Just like I'm, I'm, I'm here for what I want, and that, listen to me because I don't repeat myself. And it's like, oh, 40 raccoons came out. We don't know which ones actually robbed the yeah. bank. The I'm Nazis are extorting a very old, uh, kind of vaguely European bank owner over, I wonder what it could be, the secret that he doesn't want to get out. It could be anything. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't stop thinking now about how, if raccoons were a species that, you know, like had sentience and we were able to barter with, what a, what a fruitful relationship that would be. Because we could just bring mm. them trash and be like, what do you think? And they'd be like, we love it. And then they'd trade us. Whatever they have, I don't know what they're. Yeah, what do they have? Be. I guess is the question. What's the, <laughs> well, they've got the agile little hands. I think they could probably do a lot of. Uh, I think they Different could do a lot trash. of trash. Do a lot of artisan. You know, we could if the if they wanted I, to, because at that point they'd be creating stuff that had value to us. Probably, probably some sort of like very nice baskets and and leather work. I would. That's guess. the problem I have with this plan is that like, then we just have the same amount of trash, but it's guarded by raccoons. It's not oh, no. like. We guard, don't you don't just give it. up. You don't just give. You wouldn't just let someone guard Fort Knox. You you protect the trash because the trash now has value, and you know right. the raccoons would be coming for it. If in this scenario, <laughs> yeah. If we convinced them, if we made money smell like garbage, we could get them to protect. But then they'd want the money, you know. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, but you just say like you get your cut and you protect. You know, you're, this is all under the presupposition that they can reason and speak. Yes. yes. I, I guess the thing garbage. that I'm having a, a problem with is what's what's the issue with trash? To me, it's like the environment. The environment. So, like, if we oh. trade it to raccoons, it's like it's still there. It's just right. It's parts just of it they eat. Raccoons. I guess parts of it they eat. They do like eat some of it. Like we should be. If we had a bit, enough goats, then you know there would be no island in the Pacific because the goats would just eat. When I was in India, finally, finally, our tin can problem has been solved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When I was in India, like there wasn't um, good like waste management infrastructure, and so that's kind of what would happen is like you put your trash out. Uh, first of all, people like the people produce way, way, way less trash because it's like whatever you throw away, you're going to see outside your house for a week. So like it's a strong motivator to like not have a lot of stuff getting thrown away. Right. But like you put out your trash, and then cows and goats come by and eat everything biodegradable out of it. And then, like, whatever's left is, like, way less, and then uh, they burn it. So it's, like, not great because you still get uh, burned things that shouldn't be burned. But it, it is, like, they eat the stuff out of it that you're... That you, they eat the uh, compost, basically. Eat. Yeah. They eat, like, the banana peels and stuff like that. And then uh, it's partially a solution, but uh, I don't know. Maybe raccoons yeah. could figure it out. <laughs> was, I thought that was going to end nature. better than... <laughs> Like and then it produces an immense amount of gas. Like, I mean, plastic is, the plastic is burned. <laughs> it, it produces like milk and and stuff. Yeah. Like, but yeah, yeah. still not still not a perfect system. Is, is my in an, in an effort, our system. Yeah, in an effort because, to reduce yeah. our footprint, we've we've greatly lowered the size of the tire fire outside of town. <laughs> I mean, I do think year. that. Americans would throw less stuff away if you just had to look at it all the time instead of it being buried underground. Like you would, you would produce way, 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 way less trash if it was just outside your house. I well, do think in some places in New York, that's a that's a Not thing. Really. Oh, okay. Well, 
I think New York has that a little bit where a little bit, yeah. You have the trash outside. I, I would love for New York City to eventually figure that system out. I know it's been like that for <laughs> for two hundred years, but the whole uh, trash on the street. Well, that's so, just poor planning by the people who put it out there. Like, if you it's wanted like, hey, to, you can look up when pickup day is and put stuff out specifically then. But I guess no so. Yeah, that's true. That's no true. Everyone, you have to give up some of your building. We're putting in alleys. So sorry for the disruption. <laughs> yeah. um, Didn't there used to be alleys? Wasn't that a thing? And then the alleys got closed off. Like maybe in the like 80s way or 90s? downtown or something. Like it was like it was yeah, a very yeah, long yeah. time ago. Um, so he's I have a garbage alley. We don't. Oh. Have, we don't have. Wow. Uh, yeah, very fancy. Definitely put that in my Craigslist ad for a room. <laughs> Gar- we have and a garbage alley. A garbage alley. <laughs> Ooh la la. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so these the raccoons. The, the other thing oh. about New York is that, like, the, 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 oh, sorry. This is like the garbage thing. This is probably why there's so many raccoons. There's not that many. There we go. Uh, is that, you know, like, a lot of times if you don't put it out correctly, they, they just find your landlord. And I feel like most landlords don't bother pursuing that or, like, figuring out who put the stuff out wrong. Cause I've been in buildings no. where, like, every week there's just a note on the door. It's like, you did it wrong again. Like, a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. So. The building I lived in, in, uh, Brooklyn. Every yeah, every couple of weeks we just get a big like, big note on the door, and I don't know who was paying it. No, not um, your problem. Do the raccoons now own the bank? Are they? Are they so taken so it? so I guess how they got in was I mean this is like classic like stuff that we've talked about before. They got in through the air ducts and then they fell mm. through ceiling tiles. So mm-hmm. it's like classic like you know, uh, <laughs> and then they just kind of rambled around the halls, got up on the uh, got up on the desk and and clicked on the mouse and um and i guess somebody called the spca um in addition to taking a bunch of fun pictures and then i guess there was what was described as a 10 minute foot chase so that's fun to imagine somebody running around (laughs) after the raccoons in the bank yeah obvious Uh, benny hill music yeah we all can hear it in our heads I'm chasing them. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's Luke with a big net. Just like yeah. a big Get back here. <laughs> Try to reason with net. them. Please. Yeah. Honestly, I'm surprised Like I'm surprised it didn't take them that they ever caught them because like an office has so many like holes for a little animal. Yeah. Look, like, Buffy Martin Tarbox is good. They start, yeah. they start chasing there. me like Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it goes back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Anybody I who assume- yeah, I assume they have methods other than just running after them with hands outstretched. Yeah, like, they corner over here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's Steve Zahn with a big uh, dart gun. Yeah, yes, Cowboy <laughs> Wayne. Every raccoon catching a squad has three people, so they can triangulate. They can close mm. in on. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like if anybody's ever worked in an office with dogs and seen when a dog doesn't want to like wants to run around. Godspeed to whoever's trying to catch these raccoons. Uh, I think there's just raccoons in that bank, at least one forever now. Yeah, they're not Wait, it's like out. Inside Man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, <laughs> Inside Raccoon. Yeah, so they're in there. Uh, they're not being charged with anything. You know how we have the classic, you know, like local news sort of, you know, uh, you know, which is fine. I think that I think that's fun for this kind of thing. Um, it's I think I just think it's weird that like the bank didn't take advantage of the social media boost they could get, you know what I mean? For being like, if they want to open an account, all they had to do or you know, something, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know why they wouldn't even own up to what kind of bank it was, but, uh, Chase probably shut that down. Yeah. Right. I guess. Uh, Not Jamie, funny. They went, it went all the way up to Jamie diamond. He's like, I hate raccoons, little hands. It's gross. Get them out of here. 
Um, so. Before we move on, by the way, uh, this story came to us from Boosie in the Discord, and uh, the last one was from Iguana Helium Cube. Iguana Helium Cube, that. the famous. I said, I said, R- I said the other one. I, if I'd known I didn't have to say it, I would have held off. Oh, and not sorry. Said it. Very close. <laughs> I, I almost got away. Yeah. Iguana Helium Cube, another passwords ass sounding name. <laughs> yeah, extremely password passwords ass name. That's actually Op all of our passwords. Name. I have to frantically change them all now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, That's no. like, I talked on here about Celebrity Mole Hawaii, right? The The TV show. Somebody had a joke about this like 10 years ago, and I still think about it about how there was a game show, on, a reality show on, on TV called The Mole. And then they did a celebrity version called the Celebrity Mole. And then they did a version of the Celebrity Mole in Hawaii. So the name of the show was Celebrity Mole Hawaii. And it's like, those are all words, but I, you can't just put them next to each other. Like, that is a nonsense phrase. It's like, it could be like three without context. Things. I'm so just, lost. Yeah. I'm thinking anyway. of Secret Squirrel's friend. That's the most celebrity mole I know. Morocco mole. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that is a celebrity mole. And he could be in Hawaii. That's so that's he the closest a, I can get to on, assi- on assignment. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's do number three. <laughs> number three. Number three comes to us uh this is I'm reading from Smithsonian magazine, and also this one also comes to us from Iguana Helium Helium Cube. Uh this is uh, we've 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 been on the art theft beat on and off for quite a while, um, and this is a story about uh, that a long lost Jacob Lawrence painting uh, that they'd been looking for for I guess sixty years was just in someone's apartment, which I think is a situation we specifically suggested on one of our older episodes that a lot of these like long lost paintings are just in some rich person's apartment on the Upper West Side, um, and so the way they found this out was. That uh, I guess this guy Jacob Lawrence, who's a famous, uh, like famous artist, um, he usually this series, which is called "Struggle from the History of the American People," um, is like in Boston, is shown in Boston, I think. But they brought it to the Met, and uh, when it was at the Met, uh, somebody went and saw this, and there, it's a sixteen painting series. And 15 of the paintings are there, and the 16th is famously missing, and instead of the painting, they have a panel up that is like, this is where we would put the 16th painting if we had it. Here's what, you know, we think it, I don't know if they say, here's what we think it would look like, or if they're just like based on the other ones, Uh, but they're like, yeah, we've been looking for this painting forever, it's lost to the sands of time, whatever, whatever. And uh, somebody went and saw it, and was looking at the other ones, was looking at the missing one, and was like... I am pretty sure I know where that painting is. And it was in the living room of their neighbors. Uh, so I guess they were looking at this like series of paintings and then they were just like, that sure looks like that painting the the Jones have next door. Uh, so they told their neighbors, they were like, hey, uh, by the way, uh, they the, the owners have remained anonymous, which is pretty smart because uh, I would expect there might be some sort of investigation coming. I was going to say they um, dimed out their friend. Like, what's the deal? Like, you know, Well, you it know. sounds like they, that's what I was going to say, but it sounds like they talked to the neighbors first. So they like, they gave them a heads up that they were going to snitch, I guess. They gave them yeah. a head start. They basically, it sounds like, you know, how like, I guess like really rich old people would interact in this sort of situation where they're like, hey, did you do a crime? Um, I think yeah, you may yeah, yeah. have. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, the, uh, 
the owners, they did comment even they're anonymous. They said, yeah, last week a friend of mine went to the show and said, there's a blank spot on the wall, and I believe that's where your painting belongs. Uh, I don't know. I only, I don't, this is only relevant because, like, a lot of this art, and specifically, I mean, this is about revolutionary wear stuff, but, uh, like, um, what's the guy's name? Sorry. Jacob Lawrence is, like, a very famous black painter, and so it's, like, and I don't know the, the makeup of these people, like, the Upper West Side. I can make assumptions based on this, like, what they've done with the population of that area and how they've controlled it. Um, Based on uh, that neighborhood and having a, an extremely rare painting hanging in their living room, we can reliably probably guess. Yeah. Like I would, I don't want to go like by like salary, but like, yeah, based on how, if we were going to, we have all been talking about how hard it is to get an apartment based on um, how they control that sort of stuff. It's twice as weird to me to like, have an illegitimate painting by a very famous like like mm. that's such a weird shitty rich white person thing to do i feel like and be like you know it'd be like having a oh what, what is the guy does the famous collages you know uh it's just gonna be me all right <laughs> oh, oh yeah, collages know. yeah well, there's, that, I mean- uh 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 <laughs> Uh, this is the closest to an actual. What? How, uh, if my mom listens to this one, she's gonna be yelling at uh, Romare Bearden. We're looking Romare for collages. <laughs> Who does the famous ones? Yeah, I think you that's got the it. Romare so, Bearden, is that your final answer? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, to be fair, it sounds like they did buy this painting. Like they're like, oh, we love Jacob Lawrence. Uh, like. I don't. I don't they, think they. It was like ill gotten. They um, just. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean it's, they sure it says said they bought they it bought in like it. nineteen. They bought it in like nineteen sixty at a charity. I mean, there, there's like you know custody of art. Like you know, you could think you're making a legitimate purchase and not realize that there's you know. Yeah. It, it sounds like it's yeah. not. It's on the up and up to to some extent at least. They're like, I listen, we bought it. It was a totally legitimate purchase. We bought it from a guy at a bus stop holding a newspaper in front of his face. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> also, it's like it's like well, it sounds like they bought it. It's like yeah. And their source is them. Like, the source is the person in question. So, like... I don't know. I, I, I could see, see... If there's a series of 16 paintings, like, I could definitely see this happening and them just not knowing that this was, like, a missing... Like, a, a thing that people had been looking for. You know? I don't right. know. Yeah. Well, you know, it could be that. Uh, <laughs> they bought it... They say they bought it in a... I think they said it was in a charity auction for, like, a music school or something. Mm. Which I would guess, but I, I guess it would have to. It would just have to go through some level of uh, uh, like how they got it there without anyone that. Because this seems like I, I'm not deep into like art history, but it seems like this is a pretty famously missing painting. So with it no would copies, be surprising that at no point would somebody come. Like I, I don't know. I guess I guess everyone. I feel like most people, if you get, get a piece of art that you don't necessarily know. If it's signed at all, most people would at least do a cursory Google and be like, well, who is blah, blah, blah. This is the thing is they say that they like Jacob Lawrence. They're like, yeah, we we like we're a fan of him where it's like if you were a fan of him, you would know yeah. that this is like a missing painting you have right. and you have that. it. True. But they did say they bought it 60 years ago. So like knowing what happens with art, like uh, they, they, they may not have been like as valued 60 years ago you know what i mean and yeah, then like it, they realize that this is like oh shit like people have been looking for this for a long time yeah i think if they're gonna call themselves fans you would think that they would especially owning one of the paintings that they would keep up with like right what was the happening. context of this painting and like yeah 
<laughs> and it's like it also feels like you know like this is one of his it feels like this is one of his better known works and by nature it's going to be like covered more than any because it has this like interesting fact about it that one of the one of the panels is missing right um yeah it's uh <laughs> you you gotta like it seems like, like there's probably some willful ignorance yeah, going on I bet it's so like that they that. can keep this nice painting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. It's, 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 two of us want to take these people down. I don't I don't I don't, feel, I don't necessarily feel as strongly without knowing the rest <laughs> of the facts. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to I'm going to disclaim any kind of uh vigilante uh, approach here. No. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not who would be legally responsible. Look, they gave Let's it them. them. They did give it to the Met. Let's just throw their address up in the Discord or something. <laughs> huh? Why would just probably, really? <laughs> they probably live above Stand Up New York. <laughs> They're probably right above our, our old recording studio. I just yeah. assume all of the Upper West Side is 78th and Broadway. It's that's it's Zabar's and Stand Up New York, and it's that's just it. a really tall, like leaning tower of Pisa esque building waving yeah. in the wind. <laughs> also, also let's be clear. Let's not give them too much credit. They didn't give it to the Met. They're allowing the Met to show it. Mm. Yeah, and then well, they're going mean, to take it back. No, it's theirs. If they can prove they bought it legit, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, this like, you is, know, like, like, I don't know. This is, but that is, okay, that's like an actual thing that I would argue with, with art, that it's like, if you are someone, if you are really, and they're claiming to be a fan of this artist, and you have one piece to something that was intended to be shown as a series, and you really enjoyed that person's art, you would want people to be able to see the actual piece. instead which of Which is why, it in your which is why they're lending it to them. Lending I, it to them, you give it, like... Get them to pay you for it. They clearly would. Well, that's fine. I mean, if they want to pay whatever the fair price is, then yeah. I, mean, I think it's I mean, selfish I, I don't to think keep you it in your to living donate room. It. Once you know the well, history, I think I, it's selfish I think to keep like, it in your living room. I think rich people owning private art collections, like, should, like, if I were in charge, like, that would all be expropriated and put in museums. Like, I don't think anyone should, I don't think rich people yeah. should get to own great works of art. Most but of I those feel collections like because you can we go live see in at least. A, well, no, like there are huge private art collections. There are. I'm just that, saying some of them do it. That, that's a better thing when, when the people that have private collections that do allow viewings. But that's what that's what they're doing. Like that's what people with private art collections do is they give the paintings to a museum to loan to show for a sh- short period of time. Which they should be they than. should be forced to have people come look at it in their apartment. Yes. I'm just saying some. <laughs> I'm saying that some collections double as they are a private collection which is available to see to the public like they own it but they do have showing hours i'm not dis i'm not disproving anything i'm saying that's that is at least yeah. a better option to do that this doesn't sound like any of that i don't think it as far as i could tell it doesn't sound like they have a collection it sounds like they bought this and it's they have like this one painting it's like over their <laughs> fucking dinner table and at that point it's like all right just like i even if you like it it's like People get a high quality well, print have... made and give it to them. Yeah. Or get yeah. Pay... No, I'm I'm 100% with you, but I feel like this just, that's like, this seems like how all, all people who own art deal with it, is they just like lend it. And then everyone goes, oh my God, thank you so much. And it's like, why do they get to own this? That's dumb. I think yeah, dumb. yeah. No, although, I mean, any of those, I, I guess they all have to stand in front of it with like a small glass of scotch. Patty deeply disagrees with some level. I but. disagree with the idea that nobody can own art because it suddenly becomes a, that's, that to me is crazy. Uh, no. I, I just think like that. that if you own millions of dollars of art and there's like, you know, Warhols hanging in your third home that you're never in, like go fuck yourself. Like, I, I just think that that's like 
shitty and should not be allowed. Like I and like museum because of the the economic downturn. I'm sorry, none of this is funny, but like <laughs> because of the economic downturn, museums are selling off huge parts of their collection to, oh, to private private art collectors, and it sucks. Like we're losing. Like, as a public, we are losing access to tons and tons of art right now, and it really bothers me. Again, I am so sorry that none of this is funny. (laughs) I think there's also a difference between a collection and uh, people that own, like, one piece that they really care about. Yeah, but it's... I'm going to scoop up the Mona Lisa when the Louvre puts it on sale, and I'm going (laughs) to put it in my bathroom, because it's very small. Yeah, it's going to get really small. It is small. It It is is small. The Mona Lisa is the size of a little painting that would go over a toilet. Like, no question. Those are the dimensions of that painting. It's like the size of an iPad. It's like, what is going on? Come on. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if anyone... I feel like this might be a bit that some, I've seen someone do, but is, isn't the kind of reaction, like, people seeing the Mona... It's always like, because it's so small and it's in that big glass case, people almost exclusively go, huh. You know, there's yeah, no. It's, uh, it's it's really hard to see. You wait, like, you wait in line at the Louvre. You're in this huge crowd of people with the uh, cameras around their their necks. You know, yeah. and you just kind of go, okay, all right, well, there she is. It's it's <laughs> at least when I went and saw it, like uh, it's a huge crowd of people. So if you really want to like get close to it at all, you have to like fight your way like it's a metal show. Like you have to fight your yeah. way up to the front. <laughs> it's, a mosh pit. There's a mosh pit. it's a monster. It's. It's encased in like a like a pot, not what am I talking about? Not Pyrex. Like it's encased in like acrylic or something. So like, also is kind of shitty to look at because there's a natural like. Yeah, I mean, they clean the plastic, but there's like, yeah. it's like you're Plus still the, looking yeah. at it through like a windshield. And then, I don't know, I, but I don't. I also just don't understand why, like, the Mona Lisa is that. Like, because that's the other thing about the joke, or whether it's a joke or whatever. It's like you go to them and see the Mona Lisa, and you're like, ah, but it's like. So much other stuff in the Louvre is so yeah, much see, like Nike or Samothrace. Like go if you yeah, go I would see feel bad victory. for. <laughs> I mean, I would feel bad for anyone that went to the Louvre, went to see the Mona Lisa, and then left. It's like yeah, I don't yeah, really yeah. understand why the Mona Lisa is what it is. I don't really get it. But I mean, um, yeah, there's a lot more. There's a lot more cool shit at the Louvre. For God's sakes, Mary Magdalene is is under the ground there. <laughs> She's buried. That's true. There. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. Tom yeah. Hanks dropping to one knee and, and doing the little uh, yeah that's, that's right that did your, when I was your in the Louvre, Silas is dead I was in <laughs> the Louvre and, uh, he's crossing himself in the name of uh, the Doctor the Monster and the Bride what was the Trinity <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, Holy Trinity. <laughs> the Doctor the Monster and the Bride yeah when I went to the Louvre I went to the bathroom and there was a, a monk self-flagellating in there so you know it's all damn real uh, but yeah um, so uh, we're stay. I'm glad this, they're lending it to the Met. I feel like you gotta just admit that they should have it. <laughs> you know, the classic Indiana Jones rule that belongs in a museum. But uh, Yeah, Indiana Jones, big fan of museums. It's not spoken in, about enough. <laughs> I'm no, invoking the Indiana Jones law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> Patty descents. The mob will get them, I guess. I don't know. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. So should Number we keep two? going? Yeah. Number two. Number two is uh, a story about a law that uh, I don't think any of us knew was on the books here in this in New York. Um, uh, this is coming from. Um, uh, well, it's coming from the New York Post, which is. Uh, uh, 
currently being silenced by social media because they can't do stories about uh or because they're trying to post stories about uh, some arcane weird shit going on with uh, Ukraine and China and Hunter Biden or whatever. So uh, that, anyway, so they, they free the New York Post, I guess. But um, I didn't know they were being censored. They're they're, they're all they going were, hog yeah. wild over the fact that they can't. Yeah, they got like locked out of their Twitter account or something. So this they is like the greatest assault on free speech of, of hacked uh, of. Per- uh, reportedly hacked like files from Hunter uh, Hunter from Biden's laptop. laptop. And well, I, mean, I, I I definitely understand the like the the alternative like the reaction that people were having to like all the like the thread Russia Gate stuff like because now they're trying to do it but they only have like ten days to do it before the election. People are like yeah I don't care about that man sorry it doesn't not not do <laughs> yeah, it. For me. Like, Come on he he said he was the chairman and they, they, yeah the deal didn't go through but they were good and it's like no no one cares no one understands yeah no one cares. It's, it's it's just sometimes like you could uncover i wonder if anybody's ever done that it's like oh man i've uncovered like not and this is not that but it's like uncovering something that is actually a thing but then also being like this is just a little too complicated for anyone to give a shit well i love the way trump the rug, referenced I, I love the way trump referenced it at the debate he goes i don't know who the big man is joe big man the big man you? you're the Maybe big man not. i think <laughs> yeah it's, and, and, and <laughs> Shelby, the big did you man. Clip You're the, the big pigs? man, I think. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Shelby, did you clip the pigs in a blanket part? There was some clip. I didn't watch the debate, but someone tagged me on Twitter and was like, "Shelby needs to clip this." And it was Trump at the debate, like Joe Biden, just sort of looking at him, and he's explaining how to make pigs in a blanket. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. what, what is happening? Yeah. Wow. Oh, interesting stuff. <laughs> Oh yeah! I'm just watching my algorithms get crushed. So speaking of pigs, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luke that loves one really the right got algorithms. Luke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's this. Uh, th- this. I guess. Well, first of all, the headline here is um, illegal pig rescued from backyard in Brooklyn, and the lead of the story is it's not the pig apple. So that's how. That's how, I guess that's what the Whoa. cop said. Mm. Um, B- 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 team was on the, the lead there. <laughs> Anytime someone says an animal is illegal, I just think about the stylish but illegal monkey. Which one like, is that? The Ikea monkey. That was oh, the headline yes. about the Ikea monkey was stylish but illegal monkey. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> being like, illeg- illegal is very stylish in general. A lot of that's the thing. Like, I, I think this pig is automatically by default a stylish but illegal pig. You would describe He's, this pig he as... He lives in Brooklyn. He's very cool. As well, rakish. Yeah, dashing. What type of pig was it? Uh, I, I, I'm looking here. Um, it just says Potbelly. That's the one it's I know. A pig called the name is Peppa, like that kids show. Um, Too obvious. Don't like yeah, it. It's a little hack. We don't. I don't have any more information about the type of pig. It's just from the New York, the New York City Animal Care and Control uh, Animal Care and Centers. And I guess so. Apparently, um, you're not allowed to have a pet pig in New. In New York, I guess. Um, or Tell that to Ariana Grande. At least in Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> Does she have a pig? She has a she has a she has a teacup pig. I think those aren't uh, teacup pigs. Are like a, a myth. There's like or, well, she very has a li- few of them. I'm sorry. She has a little pig. <laughs> there's like there, this is a whole thing that I read about at one point because I was like, man, teacup pigs. They're, I, I thought it would be cruel. It turns out it was just fake. And they're oh, like, they're there's real. a big problem where people sell people teacup pigs and they're just baby pigs. And then and they get huge. They'd turn into regular pigs. And people are like, oh, no. Well, I will <laughs> I say, don't based have on, the space for this. Based on what I've seen on her Instagram, the pig 
Ariana Grande has is about a third of the size of the pig in this video. How I long mean, is this she pig had is, it? It might just be she, growing up. I think she got it a few. Yeah, it, it may have been a little piglet when she got it. I don't know. Maybe it's bigger now. I, I don't follow her on Instagram. I just remember <laughs> she got a pig like three years ago. But this pig looks, this is this is kind of a sad video. This video is bumming me out. Here's what's probably happening with Ariana Grande. She's getting a succession of baby pigs yeah. to keep up oh, the fiction no. that she has. Yeah, this is a cute pig. pig. This, is, uh, this pig is like a little scared, doesn't want to go down the ramp. Uh... uh you know, and they're they're just kind of petting petting her and, and patting her on the back, giving her little scritches and stuff. Um, Why is she illegal? I guess it's just against the law. That's not. I mean, you know, the, you hear every once in a while about like crazy pets, like somebody has like a boa constrictor or something, in in, in like you know, way like in Harlem or something. Yeah, and it's like I yeah, just you always I assume got a snake, but why I, are snakes legal and then pig is not? I I just always assume that like that at least one person in my apartment given what I how much Law and Order SVU I've watched and stuff there's like at least one person in every apartment building that owns a tiger as far as yeah. like I'm concerned like I just a assume a tiger I just assume that <laughs> at least one person in my apartment building has a teacup has a tiger that was sold to them as a teacup tiger and is now a full grown yes. tiger and it just lives in, in the apartment building it has yeah. we've all been there Sp- Ooh, yeah speaking. it's bear- boy is my face red Speaking of Law and Order, like this whole pig video has the vibe of like in like Law and Order or one of those type of shows when like the state is taking custody of a child over some sort of like clerical error and is like they're like no like yeah just also what are they gonna do with it? I don't know, but this video is so cute and the pig is so scared. It it reminds (laughs) me of breaking my heart. Reminds me of the live action. Pinocchio movie from like 1996 with Martin Landau as Geppetto and Pinocchio is being taken away by the court and he's going Pinocchio is that, is that what Papa Papa Pinocchio but I, I remember have no idea there's a movie where Pinocchio got taken away by maybe the he court. gets sent to the salt mines yeah he gets sent to by some magist- magistrate or something in, in Italy or <laughs> I guess I'm not another, sure it it's is. yet another family court thing so that Geppetto becomes like a, an alt-right guy yeah. after that he's a, a he's a hearing. men going their own way guy after <laughs> Pinocchio yeah. gets taken to right. the salt he mines he didn't go directly into right wing politics he got into the involved in the manosphere first and then that <laughs> yeah. just sort of naturally yeah. Uh, yeah. was an outgrowth just he made, it. like, custom T-shirts about father's rights, and he's just, like, always wearing <laughs> no, one. No, custom puppets. That's his thing, right? He makes Shut a father's up. rights he's puppet. Making, yeah, he's making a Trump <laughs> puppet, and he's making, like, a... He's making, like, puppets for all the figureheads of, like, the Q movement. He's like, this is my JFK Jr. puppet. <laughs> Geppetto actually made all those, like, really fucked up puppets from those Genesis music videos. Like in the 80s. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where it's like Margaret Thatcher and stuff. And they're like really creepy yeah, looking. And like, ones, yeah. Man, like, those really upset me as a kid. They were I really, really unpleasant to look at, those puppets. I would, I would in, on that same line, I would venture to say that basically all Pinocchio lore, <laughs> to me as a child, I found terrifying. And I remember being at Disneyland when I was three years old and it was one, do you guys have those memories that kind of awoke you into consciousness a little bit? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. terror memories? One of them for me was being at Disneyland during what I believe was like the Pinocchio ride, like interactive thing and going into the whale and, and screaming and all of a sudden I'm human. You know, all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> you were born at that moment in the whale. Yeah, yeah. it is kind of like a rebirthing experience to go in the whale. It really is. And I, I, we could get into the whatever that, I'm sure there's some, you know, mythological uh, 
well, lore, yeah, connection there. There's some, there's some this allegory, nice, but it, yeah, it's a nice philosophical point of view. You're not really conscious until you're terrified. That's that's nice. That's nice totally. To if if there's uh, yeah. anybody that. I know in my immediate circle that would have some sort of Jonah-like curse. I would say it would be you, Luke. <laughs> if yeah. there was anybody that would just have that anytime I've gotten on a ship, it sinks. Sort yeah. of vibe. Well, you I guys will tell you. one that's been in a whale? You guys don't know anybody else who's been in my, a whale? That's, uh, yeah. yeah my two there. earliest if Luke, memories. If Luke, got, if Luke got swallowed by a whale, he'd be like, "This is it's too cramped in here. This yeah. is, this Get is me out of would be too full. <laughs> I actually also have like uh, memories of fear very young at Disney World. Like mm. that, Disney I, World? My, I have Disney World in Florida. Ah. That's what you were Disneyland. I was Disneyland. Wait, we're, we are not the same. <laughs> I, I I can't tell you how much I hate that that there's like Disneyland and Disney World. Just Disney World, Florida, Disney World, uh, California. Just I agree. Uh, I think that's Disneyland, a, I think, Disney World. I think they should call it Disney. I think they should call it Disneyland, Florida. I think it's a travesty that it's called Disney World. <laughs> Thank you. I knew that Luke would back me up. But on they have that. Epcot at Disney World. What? So it's the, it's the, they have just Epcot. So burn, the it, world. Burn, burn it. Burn it down. Yeah, but that's just Epcot. Care. It's they international. Call them both Disney World. Disney World. Disney World. California. Disney World. Florida. How no many fathers? How many fathers have ruined Christmas by making a reservation at the wrong type of Disney? <laughs> I would wager many. And then you know, then they got to so, go to Wally World, and then they cheat on their poor, wife. My poor parents. Like when I, so I have relatives that live in Florida, and we went to visit them when I was like three, and we went to Disney World for like a day or two. And I was such a fearful kid that I wouldn't go on any of the rides, and all I wanted to do was meet Mickey. That was all I wanted to do. And so they had to wait in line at some attraction called Mickey's Dressing Room, where you go in and uh, Mickey just like signs. Yeah. I know, is that creepy? <laughs> it's super creepy. Going backstage like, with Mickey. Exactly. Mickey's smoking a cigarette, like yeah. scratching his <laughs> stubble. Right, sitting, at his, sitting at his boudoir. <laughs> <laughs> So my parents like spent all this money to bring me to Disney World, and I, all I wanted to do is wait in line and meet a uh, stuffed uh, like mascot guy in a mascot suit. I didn't want to go on any rides; you, they were all too scary. Well, to you, did you get Mickey. the autograph? Like, did you have the the, the licensed the Disney book? autograph book? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I absolutely did. Yeah, I, have I, a, I have a I have a great picture of me that's getting an autograph from Rafiki, and just like my body language is like, even though I'm asking Rafiki for an autograph. My body language is like I'm asking him to like sign for a package. It's just like, hmm. <laughs> yes. do not Please. give a shit. Well, that's a classic kid <laughs> thing where you're like excited to do something, and then when it happens, you're very serious. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we yeah. Are, and we we are all among the last autograph seeking generation. I mean, now I think even little kids probably are looking for the old uh, selfie with Daffy Duck or whatever. Not mm. Daffy Duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think that it's like, let me, let me get a little bit more meaningful slice of your soul, please. I need a photo. Yes. Please. Take I need a, to capture know. one one thousandth of your of your soul. Meanwhile, yeah. I was it's, going I up cannot to do it in autograph. I, I was going up to Buzz Lightyear like, hey, let me get your John Hancock there, Buzz. Give me that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah. in my little my little black book. I need you to just sign right here and initial you know, here. I, I think at least when I was there, maybe they standardized this. I don't think the signatures were the same from character. Like they have like discretion to different. It's like no, they should be teach you when you are trained to be. Because like <laughs> to otherwise do the you signature. have like right. Yeah. So you go to a, if you go back trained. and it's a different Mickey and they have a different you know thing. It's like all right, what's going on here? I, breaking up the 
there's if you have time it's it's fun to read i was like an old ama on reddit they were like what's the deal people worked at disney they're highly regulated and the people the the people who work there have been like i can they're like i worked at disney 30 years ago i can sign that because you're in so many different costumes and stuff and they teach you also to sign upside down so that you can sign like for the kid and the people are like it's been 30 years and they could just sign it like a fucking laser printer anywhere they're just like i can do it like my muscles just sign it as goofy or whatever but i think they have to learn like these specific signatures and all this sort of stuff i don't know I mean, that, it seems that, that, that's just that's, that's just good governance in my opinion i mean there's all kinds yes. of labor problems with disney but like that that <laughs> that's just they you should know, do that yeah but the you trains run on time yeah, that <laughs> <is>. <laughs> say what you will about disney the trains run on time the teacups are never late <laughs> the, mo- the monorails run on time come on guys. Exactly, right yeah. on. <laughs> i always want to i always want to just combine the two like like fun facts people about have about Disney into one just lie at parties where everyone's like there's tubes for the trash and Walt Disney's buried under it frozen or whatever but I'm just going to combine them to be like you know they shoot Walt Disney's body around in a tube under yeah send it it's like one places. of those things when you uh, submit a check at the drive-thru at a bank it's just that uh, yeah it's the future tube. there should be more of those yeah, we love, pneuma- we love pneumatics. I uh, want- that's, that's that's the good thing from steampunk. That's pretty much it. Like that's yeah. the only yeah. good thing from steampunk. Why don't stuff. we have Futurama tubes yet, man? Those would be a nightmare during coronavirus. <laughs> they would have that's, to rethink their whole whole. That's system. what Elon Musk wants to do. Doesn't he want to make pneumatic subways going across the country? Well, what was he this want- one that he was like? Uh, I mean, he was like said he was going to do that, and then he they didn't. It didn't work the way they wanted, so it ended up just being a tube that one car could drive through. Yeah, <laughs> it was like so shitty. And I think there yeah, is a sir. tunnel. There is a tunnel in LA that was like that they're building or they have yeah. built. It's like a test tunnel, but I think it didn't work. Yeah, like when are gonna people gonna realize that like ninety percent of his ideas don't work? Like a lot yeah. of them. Yeah, and yeah, now SpaceX like, is like he- unsurprisingly to anyone, SpaceX. They're like, well, the SpaceX is now gonna, you know become drones it's actually we just made space drones it turns out so. just because you made paypal doesn't mean you can go to space like those are not those are not skills that like have much crossover you yeah know? I mean, just because just because you're people. the the slightly less awful guy from paypal doesn't mean that you get to save uh humanity through tech or yeah whatever. i mean he feels like he feels like he's trying to do the steve jobs thing where like it's just like make a phone that can fit my whole entire music library do it right. do it but like he's he's biting off way too much by doing that. So instead of being like make a very good phone, he's like invent a new type of transportation. They're like, well, well that's crazy. That's and also like, it will cost sixty nine thousand four hundred twenty dollars. <laughs> I'm pickle funny. Rick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, pickle Rick. Uh, all right. So this pig, uh, the pig was placed somewhere. I- I'm gonna choose to believe that's not like a butcher. Um, it's like an actual like you know like a a farmer somewhere. Um, presumably outside the city. Uh, I'm sad for the the family that had to give up the pig, um, but hopefully they get to go visit her. Um, yeah, and that sucks. Uh, yeah. So don't. I mean, I've seen a pig on a leash before. It was a few years ago, and it was like downtown Manhattan somewhere. And oh yeah, I was Feeling like, oh, like that's a pig fun. on a leash. Yeah, the, co- the corn song. song? The corn we song. All pig on a leash. Pig uh, on a leash. Yeah, I feel yeah. bad because they absolutely did not think this was illegal. I would not uh, think at all that a pig was illegal to own, given that like people own snakes and stuff. So I feel like they must have been blindsided a bit. You never Maybe see someone get... with a cow in their apartment, you know? You, know, you never hear about that in New York. Well, it's quite big. <laughs> they're very Touché. large. Touche. Unless they're a teacup <laughs> cow. We need to get a teacup cow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could probably... 
you can figure it out. I mean, I could I could probably make it happen, but it's uh, their tail alone. Their tail would destroy your collection of plates. <laughs> Tails yeah. go nuts. Yeah, yeah they're just, strong. Uh, just, just get, yeah, just get it. You get a teacup cow, meaning it's a cow that has an expiration date. It's like, well, it's too big. Time to get rid of it. You, just, you get to have it for a little while, like six months. Uh huh. Just a fresh baby calf, and then immediately send it to death. I don't know. Mm. Can we go to number one? Let's do yeah. it. And now this week's number one reason to say, "What a time to be dead." <laughs> Uh, so number one this week, um, this comes to us from uh, Discord user Astray Bag via Boosie uh, in the uh, $10 and up patron Discord, which you can be a member of if you pledge to our Patreon, where you can submit stories to us. Um, this story, uh, the headline is, Scientists Drive Tiny Robot Around Inside Living Butthole. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, scientists at Purdue University built uh, a tiny micro robot that can uh, drive in, inside your asshole. And uh, this, I guess they did it, um, it. It's some kind of like localized drug administration. So I guess if you need like a drug to a specific part of your asshole, this this little robot can can bring it there. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, so we were talking about this before, and uh, I I kind of thought this already existed because, like, you know, I don't need to have colonoscopies. Like, uh, I mean, I guess I could theoretically need that, but it's not something I have to, like, worry about uh, like men do. And I thought they already kind of had this. And apparently, no, it's a big-ass camera attached to a tube. And, yeah, uh, it's, it's like a great. GoPro. It's not... It's, not, <laughs> it's uh, like a wire. A GoPro. I'm just thinking about like yeah my because my experience with the GoPro is it's in like that like sport plastic encasing and it's yeah. like they have to put all of that up your asshole because it's like yeah, it's, it might come like in contact with some rig. shocks yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's a shoulder rig news camera the closest <laughs> thing is like in a in a show when the cops are ready to like raid an apartment and they run like that little camera under the door. That's basically, it's just imagine that's an asshole. And they run that up there and <laughs> poke around <laughs> all around there. Yeah, I've heard that. I don't not talk great. about my ass. No, it's like a whole, there's like a whole, there's a whole like prep process that's apparently very unpleasant. And uh, you have to make sure that it's uh, hospitable enough for the camera to get where it needs to go. And it's like a whole, it can be hospitable. a Hospitable. Um, you get like a very big funny jug. word to use in that. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be. Uh, uh, I know. Discreet. I remember. <laughs> I, I, I remember my dad had to get one at some point. I'm sure that he. But it's like that's when I was like, oh, sometimes medicine is not so neat. Like, yeah, well, yeah. They give up. you like a big jug of like liquid, and then they're basically like, sit on the toilet and drink this, and don't get off the toilet because you can't. You're not going to want to get off the toilet when you're drinking the jug. Yeah, you it's, theoretically uh, can, but we do not recommend. <laughs> yeah, we would. Uh, <laughs> For cleanliness, we would recommend you stay on the toilet while you drink the mystery jug, the secret, you uh, can, while you drink our secret sauce. You can either drink the mystery jug or go to Ruby Tuesdays. Thank you very much. Well, speaking of colon being a hospitable environment, um, 
the people operating this robot said it's very difficult because uh, everything is moving all the time. Yeah. Uh, the robot is moving. Um, the walls of the colon are moving. There's, uh, quote, fluids and materials that are following along a path, but the robot is moving in the opposite direction. So it's like, right, I guess it's like whitewater rafting. Yeah, you're there. going against the current. It's, yeah. it's yeah. like, a, you're it's like, like a salmon. It's like an awful salmon. Like do we have disgusting a disgusting salmon? Do we have a visual on what the robot looks? Is it, Does it have I'm, I'm imagining, yeah, I'm imagining a tiny Mars rover. Yeah, it, and it, I feel it like kind of looks like a little car. It's yeah. Hang on, I'll put the thing in. That's the thing. just not. See, that is that's just watching too many movies because there's like the way in a colon actually would be is like you can't just have a little car like it doesn't it's a little rc car and they yeah. just and if it runs out of batteries while it's in you you're just out of luck it's that's, of those, there's a know. picture of something on a penny and i think that that's what yeah. it's supposed to be it's a so. little teeny Aww. teeny tiny because it's not for it's not for colonoscopy so it doesn't need to have a camera or anything it's for administering drugs so it's like they put a little i guess they just put a little bit of drugs on it and then uh, it's like microdosing for your asshole, I guess. Oh, wow. So, so the robot, actually, the way it moves is it does tiny backflips. So it's not unlike the robot TARS from Interstellar, if you guys have seen that. The way that moves where it rotates. <laughs> seriously, I do, I do think that's how it moves. You can adjust. I, yeah. It seems, it's it seems like serious. it is its own wheel. It basically, yeah. it basically just like flies up. You can adjust the sarcasm settings and stuff. It's like, oh yeah, it's great down here. I love my job. <laughs> I, I, I love it's the, a living. I love the idea that Matthew, Matthew McConaughey is interfacing with the tiny butt robot. It's like, <laughs> give me a reading on uh, how to how far we are up the up the butthole. Yeah, Sir, this, we are approximately. <laughs> I like this guy. This assistant professor. Who said moving a robot around the colon is like using the people people walker at an airport to get to a terminal faster? Not only is the floor moving, but also the people around you. And it's just like if someone told me that, I'd be like, "Is it? I don't. I guess <laughs> it's like in the sense that it moves, but that does not." Two uh, major differences. You're also in a uh, going against a river of shit. That's a yeah. major difference. <laughs> it's like maybe if you're going up the wrong people walker stubbornly, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Everybody like- is a turd. <laughs> Walking on the wrong direction on the people walker, and then it's flooded with shit as well. Um, yeah, so I guess it's like I, I guess it's like a they put a thing on it that is like a slow release of a drug, and you essentially drive it, drive this thing up the colon and place it where you need to place it, which like sounds cool, but then like isn't the thing covered in shit and inside a part of your body that's not your colon and then you get sepsis and die? Like, that doesn't sound good. Well, I think it's got to be... It's supposed to basically be, like, I guess a suppository that allows it to get further up into the colon. And then maybe it self-destructs or dissolves or something. Yeah, it's got to just dissolve. It It just seems extremely expensive. Oh, relatively cheap. It says that they could, quote, potentially steer the micro-robot to a location in the body, leave it there, and then allow the drug to slowly come out. So it sounds like it's not just the colon like they'd put it i don't know i i don't know but i mean yeah. it's yeah it, we're getting closer what's important here is uh, the movie inner space uh becoming reality which i think is something we can all hope for um, interstellar inner space or both inner space inner space is the one where they uh it's dennis quaid and martin short and they they go in a little get in a little car and they go inside the body you guys don't know this? Well, it sounds like an episode. Moses Jones. There's, there's a magic school bus. There's yeah. A, yeah. The only real episode of Magic School Bus anyone remembers is when they turn the school bus into uh, the size of a, you know, a little 
spec and then it goes into someone's uh, mouth. Yeah. A I think little at this point it's a robot. trope, I think. Yeah. Is a trope is like the submarine that saves someone in by going and shrinking down. And you're you're in the stomach acid and it's sort of like a, a toxic lagoon. That's kind of a very Yeah. Yeah, all the different levels. Uh, here's something that is really bothering me. Um, they say uh, they tested this on a uh, Siri. Shut the fuck up. Uh, they tested this on live mice, which I know that mice don't really have too much advanced thought, but that's got to be quite a job they, to do and quite an experience for the mice that is just inexplicable. They anesthetize the mice first, which makes me think they have like adorable little oxygen masks that they put on them and yeah. make them count, count backwards from 10, and then they but, drive a thing up their butt. Yeah, mm. shoving a robot up a... <laughs> an unconscious mouse's butt is like pretty <laughs> close to to Patty's famous famous lo, favor, oh god favorite reference of like the beer fest guy who jerks off frogs in a lab yeah. like that's it's pretty close to be like yeah I, I shove stuff up on uh, mouse assholes for I went to school for 30 years <laughs> and now I shove little th- micro yeah. robots up mouse assholes S- summa cum laude however anyways <laughs> doing the asshole work now hold, hold yeah, still uh, hold still Remy it's double ratatouille there's a robot in his ass that's helping him cook (laughs) and then he's helping the big man cook (laughs) big she's helping the big man (laughs) you're the big man i'm doing a debate with a chef hat on (laughs) all the rat yanks his hair you're the rat you're the rat who uh goes up the other (laughs) i don't even have that rats in the kitchen very disgusting (laughs) <laughs> I bet he has complained about fucking like Graydon Carter's restaurant for having rats in the kitchen on Twitter yeah. at some point. <laughs> These rats have tiny robots disgusting. in their butts. <laughs> China. China indeed. Well, shall we do plugs? Let's plug it. Luke, Luke. what the fuck do you have going on? Um, I'm just I'll plug my uh my uh, social meet, I just at Luke Monus on everything, and uh, my YouTube channel is just uh, Luke Monus. I'm starting to put more videos up there, so uh, just give me a search there. And I have a Comedy Central um, web series called Genies, which you can watch on the Comedy Central YouTube. He's, nice. uh, he's, he's Luke dot Monus on TikTok, I believe. Is that right? Wow, uh, I feel I'm so honored. I just uh, if, if there any is of the uh, listeners, if any, if we have any listeners under the age of 15 or whatever, yeah. the people that actually use that, <laughs> don't. The rest of you, we cannot recommend you check out Luke on TikTok. Someone <laughs> I, is. I, I, Go ahead. I got on there on like the sign up with Apple thing. You know, I didn't like make an. Yeah. I didn't like actually make an account just to see kind of what it. You know, and it's like it's kind of like the old days of Snapchat where it's like. This interface is completely mystifying to me because I'm 10 years too old to understand how, like, there's, like, I don't know. It's, it's too much. Shut it down. It, 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 like, goes from post to post automatically, which is, like, yes. all right, we got to slow this down. I don't it, like yeah. this. You have no control over it. But, yeah, someone is currently uh, sitting on the Luke Monis TikTok, and I'm guessing they listen to this podcast. <laughs> so, come on. Whoever you are, Let give Luke it up. Know. All right? Give it up. Give it to Luke. Yeah. That's it. Um, so yeah, so that that's that's uh, that's Luke, folks. Um, hey, if you like this show, well, first of all, I I want to try to be a little bit more uh, gracious in, in the plugs as opposed to just running through a bunch of stuff. So I just want to say thanks to everyone for subscribing. Thanks to everyone uh, for listening. Um, you know, your support is what helps us uh, keep the show going. So so thank you. That's just one thing yes. I want to say. And, and if 
<laughs> Sarcastic have, bumblebee is weighing in. Yeah. But no, genuinely, I mean, I think I can see you're pretty directly supporting me. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so, very <laughs> thankful. Eli and I have had uh, some employment struggles as of late, so it is extra, extra uh, helpful to to have your support. So thank you so thank much. Thank you very much. Yeah, so, so and if, yeah. And, uh, you know, if you want to... Uh, if you, if you want to support the show uh, more, you can go to patreon.com slash whatatimepod, and you get a bunch of bonus stuff, um, a bonus episode every week. Uh, so there's over 100 now, well over 100 now. Um, and uh, let's see, live show video, Roadhouse commentary track, um, some, I think some other stuff that I'm not thinking of. Um, a couple of spoken word things from Eli, I believe, uh, which are pretty fun on there. Yeah, I read some um, creepy pastas at one point. Yeah, and, uh, and we, got, we, got some, we got some goals. Um, at 1,100 uh, patrons, Eli is going to do uh, an art show on Twitch of some of his old fantasy art. Mm-hmm. And, from uh, when? Oh, from a while ago. I don't know <laughs> if that's better or worse, really. From when I was like 14, probably. 12 to 14. I oh, guess. my God. You got to get... Yeah, that's awesome. I'm tuning in for that. <laughs> no, you're not. You're going to ask me to send you the video like two days that's, later. That's true. I am. I am. <laughs> Eli, I don't know. Eli, I got logged out of my laptop. Can you help me? <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of IT requests from Luke. Oh my god! I have no. I mean, it is a miracle that we're that I'm able to log onto the Zoom. I really have yeah. a gr- grandparent level IT skills. Yeah, Luke really just likes to drive it home that he doesn't subscribe to our Patreon when yeah. you, when you text me. You're like, it seems I was mentioned. Can you send me? And then he makes me download and send email him the MP3 of the bonus episode. Someone will, someone will tweet at me like, hey. If something happened on the picture, I'd be like, Eli, send me the... Send give me, me a device that can, give me, send me a device that can play the Patreon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we all learned about Luke's uh, technological skills when he was L account five when we were doing this on Discord. Oh, oh on the Discord, okay. which I since lost the uh, credentials to that account, and I can't get back in. <laughs> L account six, here it comes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Everyone was really cool in the when I was in the Discord for ten minutes as L account five. Everyone was very cool to me. That was fun. <laughs> you logged yourself out and lost the password. Oh, yeah. And then I, I, I was on the laptop upside down. I'm like, what's happening? At the 11th minute, someone was like, hey, man, is this your address? And then you're like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> do, we, uh, do we have more plugs? I feel uh, like yeah. we got caught in the middle. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, 1100, is the, 1100 is the art show. 1200 is the, uh, we're going to do the death nut challenge, which is eating a bunch of spicy nuts, uh, increasingly spicy nuts on the, on the stream. Uh, in 2000, we're going to do the NFL Combine. And, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so check that out. Patreon.com slash what a time pod. Uh, we got a bunch of shirts on TeePublic, uh, including the two newest ones, uh, the Yas Bean shirt and the uh, Cthulhu shirt, uh, the latter of which was designed by uh, listener Jackpedia, both of which are based on Josh Gondelman, um, uh bits from when he was on the show uh, the past couple times. Let's check those out. If you like the show give us a review on itunes tell your friends you know do all that kind of stuff um the discord as we mentioned kath mentioned before if you're at the ten dollar level you get to get in the private channels but otherwise uh hey there's a lot of folks on there it's a good it's a good scene so check that out there's a link in the description what a time pod on twitter what a time pod on instagram what a time podcast at gmail.com um i am uh patty mo and all the stuff and i don't have anything uh to promote so that's it for me 
I have uh, another podcast called Lie, Cheat, and Steal. Uh, we do one free episode a month and two Patreon-only bonus episodes a month. It's a true crime podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. Uh, we just put up a Patreon-only episode about Dan Bilzerian the other day that was really fun. Um, so yeah, check that out. Patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal. A-N-D. We're really close to our goal of $1,000 a month in subscriptions. And when we get there, we're going to go weekly. So there'll be one more free episode a month. So check that out. That's all I have to plug. Uh, the two biggest things, I guess, if you want to check out, I'm trying to compress, uh, is uh, I had launched a Substack where you, at Eli, eliuden.substack.com where you can get a cartoon every day, Monday through Friday, in your email inbox. Um, and then also, if anybody wants to check it out, it's been really fun. I've been doing a show called TV and D on Twitch at twitch.tv slash TV, the word and D, uh, where we do dungeon crawling as different. Uh, TV show cast. It, you can also find the old episodes on YouTube. We just wrapped up a campaign of King of the Hill, so we did Dungeon Calling as different King of the Hill characters, and then we have a week off, and then um, we are deciding the next TV show to do. But you can watch those either on Twitch or on YouTube at TVND, and they're very fun. I enjoy them. So check that out if you'd like. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, Thanks for having me, guys. Thank hey, you, Luke. Luke. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Luke. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.